Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 290 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we are back with part two of a series I started a couple of weeks ago, so we're going to get into that just in a moment. So please go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, and settle on in. Blaine encourages you, is coming to you with a look at Psalm 103, part two. That's what's coming up next. We are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I'd love to take a few moments to establish protocol. Whether you are a longtime listener or a first-time listener, we are so elated and we give God praise for you choosing BlendCouragesYou.com as a source to get your encouragement through the word of God. And if you have not already done so, I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent. How do you do that? Well, let's start with where are you listening from today? Are you on the blendcouragesyou.com site? Perhaps you're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podfriend, Podcast Guru, Player FM, Overcast. There are a myriad of different platforms where blendcouragesyou.com can be accessed. So whatever that platform is, wherever that is, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And guess what? That gets you in as a part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with your podcast on the go. So when we were together a couple of weeks ago, the Lord led us into Psalm 103, and it was my intent to read through the entire Psalm. And I have to tell you, BCU fam, it got so good to me that I had to actually stop and break it up into a second section. So that's what we're here to do today is to finish up our read through of Psalm 103 and the benefits that God does give us. Now, um, we stopped around verse number 13. What I think I'm going to do today is to just go back to verse number 10 for continuity's sake, and then we'll finish out the psalm. Also, if you missed that reading, uh, the first part of Psalm 103, please go back and I'll be sure to put a link in the show notes for you. I have to tell you, BCU fam, that uh, just learning about how the book of Psalms is arranged, it's actually uh, not in chapters or in divisions necessarily. It's in five different books. So we're in book four and I won't uh, reiterate all that information today. Go back and listen in so that you can get all of that good information and be um, more aware of the Psalms, uh, who wrote some of them and all of that detail. So let's get into Psalm 103. We're going to be in the King James Version. And once again, we're going to start at verse number 10. Give you a chance to get there. 
And if you're just listening as you are going about your day or your chores, then hang in here and we're going to start our reading. Okay, verse number 10. He, meaning God, has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Now, BC fam, I, that's worth a reread because I'll tell you, if the Lord dealt with me that way, I would vaporize here right in front of you. So I'm so glad of that. And we're going to see more about his mercy coming up. Now, for as high as the heaven is above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. And this is something to just give God praise for, BCU fam, because East and West, as we said when we were together before, they will never, ever, ever, ever meet. There's no way that that's going to happen. And that's just the way that the Lord has it set up. He, he made uh, the heavens and the earth, and he made the directions. So he set it up so that they'll never meet. So if he has forgiven us for what we've done, uh, if it's that far away, then what we want to do is rejoice in the fact that it is, and we no longer have to wallow in the guilt and shame because if God has forgiven us, we are truly forgiven. People may remember and bring things up. God does not, and he's the one that counts. All right. Verse number 13, like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. And that fear is a reverential fear. So uh, ideally, as a father, most fathers, they're going to have some sort of mercy. My dad, uh, God bless him, he is so sweet. <laughs> he was one that was very tenderhearted and very gentle toward us. And, you know, whenever something uh, did happen, now it's not that he did not uh, get upset and have to discipline myself and my brothers from time to time. Uh, he was very gentle, though, uh, a lot of times in doing so. And um, sometimes when my mom came in to correct, because she's, she's pretty much stayed steady, my dad will come in and equalize things. So I love this scripture, especially as it relates to my dad. I can see that, that uh, a father does pity his children. He thinks about them. He has mercy on them. So the Lord does have that same pity or that same grace of mercy towards those who reverence and love him. Four, verse, verse 14 says, for he, meaning God, knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. For as man, or as for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. So because the Lord has made us, we are all made out of the dust of the earth. Uh, he knows that we are fragile. He knows that we are prone to doing things that we have no business doing. Now, that is not an excuse to continue walking in the wrong way and not doing what God says to do. That's certainly not uh, a reason for us to do that. He does remember that. And because we're repentant, because uh, we go to him, because we know, uh, because of the, the spirit down on the inside will convict us when we do things that we're not supposed to. This is where his forgiveness and that mercy does come in and that pity comes in. And because we are as grass and as a flower of the field, uh, we flourish. So we have a certain time in our lives, BCU fam, where we are flourishing and doing well. So when you think about a flower, uh, there are very few flowers that are flowers that last all year long. 
right? They may last an entire season. They may last through a few seasons. Uh, there are not a lot of flowers that last all year long, year in and year out, unless they're artificial. So at some point, we all have to leave here. So while we're flourishing, while we're in our time here with the Lord, it's in our best interest to live for him and to do what he would have us to do. Now, to back that up, verse number 16 says, for the wind passes over it, passes over that flower, or passes over that grass, and is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. So at some point, uh, as we go off the same BCU fam, uh, you know, we won't be known anymore, so to speak. And our families will remember us, and we have to think about as generations go on and on and on, uh, we're not in the front of mind anymore. So we want to make our impact uh, here and now when and where we can uh, with God's grace. Now, verse number 17 says, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear or reverence him and his righteousness unto children's children. So while we don't stay here eternally, BCU fam, we'll, we'll go to live with the Lord. If we, if we know Jesus and the pardoning of our sins, we're going to go and live with him. So uh, while we don't stay here, what's awesome is, is that his mercy, that his mercy, that his mercy, thank you, Jesus, is from everlasting to everlasting. And I love the fact that it goes from generation to generation or children's children because I was able to take advantage of God's mercy. You, as you're listening, are able to take advantage of that mercy. So we thank the Lord for that. That is something to get excited about, that, you know, although we don't stay here eternally, because this mercy was extended to us, because uh, many of us who are listening, many of you all who are listening, we have Jesus down on the inside. We are saved. We get to live with Jesus because of that mercy. And that is something to give God praise for. To such as keep his covenant, verse 18 says, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. And that means that we have to be obedient to what God says. Now, it's not always pleasant and it doesn't always feel good to walk in the ways of the Lord, BCU fam. Trust me, uh, many of us struggle, myself included, for certain areas uh, with God's grace if we are uh, attentive to what he says. And if we want to please him, the Bible says if we love him, we'll keep his commandments. So we want to do just that with God's help. And he can help us to do just that. Now, verse number 19 says, the Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom ruleth over all. Let me tell you, BCU fam, when I read that verse, that just reminds me that God is in control with everything that's going on and all kinds of, of just violence and uprisings, upheaval and takeovers and all of these things. The Lord has not not noticed this. Nothing has passed his knowledge. Nothing has escaped him. He hasn't forgotten. He hasn't overlooked anything. He's all set up. His kingdom is set up. He hasn't come back here to take care of things yet. He will. He will. He'll come back and balance the scales. We just want to be sure that we are ready to go back with him. And we are going to live in a place where we will never have to deal with the corruption and the anarchy and the 
uh, just the absolute wanting to have God out of the picture and all, all the sin and things that are down here uh, in this life and on this earth. We're going to live in a place where we never have to deal with that again. There will never be another tear shed. No one will ever die again. And that is something to look forward to. And going into the next verses, we can give God praise for it. Let's go to verse number 20. Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength. And do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Verse 21 says, Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Verse 22 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. And I love how that psalm just ends in a praise BCU family. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And I love that because that's blessing the Lord with everything that's within us. When our soul, our inner being is blessing the Lord, that means we speak well of him. That means we're, we're praising him, that we're giving him the glory and honor that is due his name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. So all that's in me, everything within me, we bless his holy name. So with that BCU fam, I tell you, I, that just excites me. The word of God just excites me. It blesses me. The Psalms have been something that I have loved even as a youngster and not quite knowing the Lord, uh, just being raised in church and just love them, just love to read through them and whatnot. And it's just an honor to be able to share uh, these Psalms with you. So we might be doing this a little bit more frequently as the Lord leads uh, because there's there's just so much to be gained from God's word, especially when we're looking at uh, the book of Psalms. So let's do this, BCU fam. Eternal God and gracious Savior, as we come before you today, Lord, we want to thank you for walking us through Psalm 103. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the benefits that you give us. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercies. We thank you, Lord, for the forgiveness and dealing with our transgressions, Lord, not according to how we do things, but according to your love. Thank you for the reminder, Lord, that you know that we're dust and that we are doing what we can with your help to walk upright and to keep your commandments. Bless us not to use that as an excuse. Rather, Lord, that the mercy that you give us bless us to want to walk upright before you all the more in the name of Jesus. And finally, Lord, as the scriptures say, we just bless and we praise your holy name. We lift you up, Lord. We magnify and we glorify you. Lord, we just bless you. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Every, every, everything within me just blesses your name today, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord. We honor you, Lord Jesus. We magnify you. We lift you up, Lord Jesus. And we thank you just for who you are in our lives, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And again, we say thank you. We bless your name and we honor you, Lord Jesus. And with your help, we're going to do what we can so that our lives will honor you, Lord, henceforth, now, and forevermore. It's in Jesus' name that we thank you again and we bless you. Let every heart say amen. I tell you, BC fam, our God is just great and he is greatly to be praised. And I'm so, just so honored that he has chosen me as his daughter. It, it's a blessing. I tell you, it's a blessing and it's a miracle. And listen, I know it is for many of you all that are listening, you feel the same way. And if you do not know Jesus in the pardoning of your sin, it's not too late. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you are, 
what language you speak, where you live, uh, what's happened in your life. The Lord loves you. Jesus loves you. He died for you just like he did for me and for everyone else. And he wants to come into your life. So let's talk about the proper way for that to happen. If you haven't already, you want to repent. Repent means being godly sorry for all of your sins. We've all sinned. All of us have. All of us. So uh, you don't have to feel guilty about that. So just tell the Lord that you're sorry for everything that you've done uh, to sin against him. And then you want to be baptized in the name of Jesus. That's important for the remission of those sins. So the Lord can wash those sins away. And you can find that in Acts chapter 2, verse number 38. And then the Bible goes on to say, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And how you'll know that you have the Holy Ghost is that you, the initial evidence is that you will speak in another language. You will speak in tongues as the Spirit of God gives utterance. That's the initial evidence. And then the Lord will bless you to go on to do uh, even more so that uh, everyone will know who you are and whose you are. And if you have any questions about that, you can reach me on the contact page. Just go ahead and contact me there and we can talk about it. Amen? Amen. Well, BCU family, I tell you, I am full today and I trust that you all are as well. It's time for me to sign off. Once again, this is Blen from BlenCouragesYou.com here. Thank you so much for your prayerful support and for listening. And Lord will, and until the next time we are together, may our awesome God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you all peace as you...